Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Positional Sports Talk Show post. Live streaming on Facebook Live, Twitch, and our Positional Sports Talk Show YouTube channel. We are a sports talk show made for the fans, from the perspective of fans, presented by lifelong sports fans. We will provide our opinions and positions on the hottest topics in sports this evening. My name is Big Reg, and I'm joined by my partners in crime. What's going on, J3? How you feeling this evening, my brother? What's going on? I'm good. Everybody good? We good? We good? Mr. Sense. Sense is in the building. What's going on, brother? Happy belated birthday and all that good stuff. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling great. Uh, Just I'm only here so I don't get fined. Hold on. Let me take this. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, we got my main man, Ed, in the building. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? Man, I'm good, but I'm looking for some powder. Uh-oh. 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 hey man good to see everybody you know hope everybody had a nice day and a uh, happy week so let's do this let's do this let's do this and it is an interesting night a lot of things are going on right now um gotta give a shout out but we're gonna talk about the nba but literally right now the milwaukee bucks are getting their championship rings from uh, commissioner adam silver so this evening, we're going to do some quick hits, do our NBA season preview, got to talk some college football, and of course, the NFL has been bananas this year, and we've got our final post of the evening. So as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Please sit back and relax and enjoy a post on the Positional Sports Talk Show channel. So fellas, before we get into the big segments, we got to start the show by saying shout out and congratulations to them Chicago Sky for winning the mm-hmm. first ever WNBA mm-hmm. title, beating the Phoenix Mercury 3-1. What makes this so special is Candace Parker, mm-hmm. who was born and raised in Chicago, in the suburbs of Chicago, mm-hmm. played her whole WNBA Hall of Fame basketball career for the LA Sparks. She was drafted by the Sparks, won two MVPs and Rookie of the Year with the Sparks, and won a title with the Sparks and lost one with the Sparks. She made a big decision as she's winding down her playing career. She's already started her broadcasting career. She's going to do great in that once she does Mm -hmm. retire. She said, before I get up out of here, I want to go home and see if I can bring the city of Chicago a championship and mad love the coach of uh chicago is a friend of hers they had a good relationship and she realized they were on just a little bit outside of winning the title i mean they got some major players i think they have a, a potential another hall of famer that plays on that team that probably most people have never heard about uh miss courtney vandersloot Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Sue Bird, who is the WNBA woman point guard, <laughs> Courtney Vandersloot would be that. She is the first person ever to average 10-plus assists in the WNBA season. In the finals, she averaged 12-and-a-half assists a game, plus scored double digits. And what's crazy about it, she's married to one of the best shooters in the world, who happens to play on the same team. Allie Quigley dropped mm. 28 in the final game to seal a victory as the Suns 
uh, um, Mercury, pardon me, fell apart in the fourth quarter after leading by 14 in the second half and 11 in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, again, shout out. Candace went home, brought the title, did it her first year. And last but not least on that topic, and y'all can jump in if y'all have anything, got to give a big shout out to the, to the young player who actually won the finals MVP, Khalid Copper, yeah. who graduated from Rutgers. Man, yeah. them, them yeah. ladies balled out. Yeah, yeah, definitely um, a bittersweet, um, hopefully, well, probably inevitable uh, ending for uh, Tarasi. I don't know if this is going to be her, you know, last year or not, but, um, you know, for her to ball out like she did and, you know, to come up short, definitely disappointing. But uh, to echo your sentiment, shout out to, you know, Ace <laughs> for uh, <laughs> it at home. And, yeah, definitely a storybook uh, storybook season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, and another thing with talking about the lady basketball, got to give a big props to my personal point guard mm-hmm. who happens to be the head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks <laughs> who just missed Dawn Staley, who mm-hmm. just became the highest paid female coach hey. with her That's new hard. package that she re-signed because her contract was going to get up re-signed. She's going to average $3.2 million a year over the next five, six years. And she held South Carolina's feet to the fire because she wanted to raise the level of income and try to get some close to equality. I mean, there's some men's coaches making five, six million dollars a year or more, but she's trying to bring the female in the big programs up. So shout out to Don Staley. Keep doing your thing. You won a gold medal. You said you weren't gonna coach again. Then you said, okay, I'll do it one more time. She <laughs> won two national championship girl straight out of Philly doing her thing, mm-hmm. balling. But I remember her from playing the UVA when she was an All-American before she mm-hmm. did her thing. So oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out. Oh, yeah. Gotta give a shout out to the baseball. I mean, last week we touched on it a little bit, but not a lot. But man, these baseball series have been crazy. Man, I mean, listen. first of all, the, the AL division series. We got to give the Red Sox some props because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I didn't think the Red Sox had anything this year. What they did to the Tampa Bay Rays, who nobody was talking about, who had been the best team in the AL almost the whole season, they beat them 3-1 to eliminate them. You had the Houston Astros. They defeated the Chicago White Sox 3-1. So now you've got the Red Sox. Against the Astros. The Red Sox up 2-1 against the Astros. Nobody wants to see the Houston Astros Mm. in the World Series again after people think that they basically cheated to Mm -hmm. to get a title and almost win another one. So, And then on the National League side, man, shout out to the Atlanta Braves. Uh, They got the Milwaukee Brewers out there 3-1. Seemed like a lot of 3-1 series in that divisional series. And right now, they were up 4-2 in the fourth inning. I think it's going to go in the fifth inning over the Dodgers. And if they win this, they go up 3-0 on the Dodgers. Now, I know the Dodgers came back down two games previously last year. But go down 3-0, 
I don't think you can make that comeback. So yeah, that's that's a hard road to 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 trudge back from. Um, I still got faith in them. Um, still pretty early, so we shall see. Getting back to the Red Sox real quick. The, the, there's another irony. In addition to beating the Tampa Bay Rays, they also beat the Yankees. Right. Just to get to the Rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but then, just like people don't necessarily want to see Houston in the World Series because of the, you know, the sign still in or the the uh, trash can gate, whatever that you want to call it. Core was supposed was part of that Houston club. People right. forget that, and then also. He was temporarily for a season from the Red Sox. So this is a great comeback. So that, you know, Red Sox, Astros, I think Astros took a, a lot more of the, the, the blame in that in that situation. But Core was actually there yeah. when all that was going down. True story. True story. And we hear you, BJ. We hear you. We hear you. You said <laughs> that it's going to win. They, they still got to finish it off. We will see. <laughs> we will see. Uh, for you puckheads, the NHL season kicked off last week. We got some great games going on. But the biggest, biggest thing that happened for the NHL, ESPN jumped back in the pool. So they've got a brand new huge broadcasting deal with ESPN. So pucks will be on ESPN, ABC broadcast throughout the year. So uh, for you puckheads, get, get your hockey on. Seems like it's going to be a very good season. You got the new team, the Seattle Kraken out there mm-hmm. doing things. Vegas still trying to get their first title as the used to be the latest expansion team, but playing great. So it's it's good. And, and when are your penguin your penguins getting old, man? They your, are your old. boy. Your boy can't stay healthy. I'm a, I'm gonna leave the penguins alone for <laughs> okay. that because they'll have a good regular season. They'll just fall. They'll just explode and 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 implode i guess I, I should say in the playoffs but we have to shout out local local look we have to shout out alex ovechkin mm-hmm. um and became becoming the uh, fifth all-time leading score goal scorer in the history of the nhl and 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 he's very very close to actually passing brett hall for fourth all-time so before it's all said and done, he probably is going to end up at three, maybe two all-time goal scorer because I don't see him slowing down personally. No. Um, so, yeah, we got to shout out Alex too. Oh, yeah. Ovi's still doing his thing. Hopefully the team can do their thing and they can be competitive again. Right. And last but not least, for you boxing fans, uh, I told y'all about three weeks ago that boxing was getting ready to come through with a monster fall winter season. Well, it started. We had the big fight a couple of weeks ago that we talked about last week. There were some good fights this past weekend. Won't get into them this week. I think we're going to do a boxing special. But coming this Saturday, Mm. if you're a boxing fan, you've got to see this fight. Jamel Herring, uh, Mr. Simplify himself, the Marine is going to defend his 130-pound WBA junior lightweight title against his actual friend. These guys are good friends, but money talks. You got to do what you got to do. But he's fighting the uber-talented possible future boxing Shakur Stevenson Saturday, ESPN, free t- free TV as long as you got ESPN, for the title. That's going to be a monster fight. Because these guys literally trained in the same gym. 
with Bud Crawford. Mm. Yeah, that should be interesting. Mm. These are really good friends, but money's money. And this is the biggest fight that could be made for the rest of this year. So you got the old man, quote unquote, the 34-year-old Herring fighting the young kid, 23-year-old Shakur Stevenson. Man, I can't wait. And then November's going to be bomb after bomb after bomb. So, yeah, good <laughs> y'all, y'all can see I love my boxing, but let's mm-hmm. talk some NBA. You too. <laughs> the NBA kicks off tonight. As I mentioned earlier, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, just got their rings from the commissioner. Uh, they start off this evening taking on the Brooklyn Nets and then followed up by the Golden State Warriors um, who are trying to get back, playing those revamped Lakers. So, Man, let's talk some NBA. Yes, yes, yes. First and foremost, will winning the title propel the Bucks to another level? You know, sometimes, especially in like combat sports and boxing, UFC, they say once you get the belt, you actually go up another level because you know what it takes. Or was last year a fluke and just everything fell in place? Hmm. Well, well, I don't want to disrespect. I don't want to disrespect Milwaukee <laughs> because they had been knocking on the door for two or three years. Yeah, but admittedly, a few things did fall into place, and that's not their fault. They you can only play who you play, but a few things did fall in, in place for them to ultimately win the championship. Um, albeit in dominating style, but it, a few things fell in place. Number one, the Nets, which. Again, it seems like they've blown up before the season even started. <laughs> Once again. Yeah, the Nets are a mess already. Um, mm-hmm. They don't know if they're going to have Kyrie. Obviously, obviously, um, Philly, we, I'm sure we'll get into that. Ooh. We don't know what's going to happen in Philadelphia. Ooh. Was Atlanta Was Atlanta a fluke? We don't know. So mm. I, think, I think Milwaukee has a good chance of repeating because I think a lot of the things that occurred last year, we have a real good chance of – Deja vu, so to speak. So yeah. that's, well, my, I, that's my that's my opinion. I disagree on the um Milwaukee things falling into place part, but I do agree with you on like them possibly um you know repeating because of the storylines that are you know transpiring through these uh teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, one thing I'll say about Giannis is I like hearing him talking, saying like how he you know is just mentally charged to you know, repeat, like, I, I believe him. Like, you know, you've never seen a person with that much determination and fire like Giannis. And, like, you know, he got it from the mud, from the ground up. He, yeah. you know, stayed true. Like, he, he, he didn't falter when people were talking about his free throw shooting or, you know, his, um you know, his, his jump shot. He just, you know, silenced the uh, critics by, you know, continuing to work hard. Um, I will say it's going to be tougher this time around because you got teams that have uh, kind of uh, moved up like Miami. And, and you know, you can't count out Charlotte. You can't count out, you know, you can kind of count out the Knicks. Charlotte? But, I mean, they're a young team and they're a young team. Okay. Come on, don't, you know, don't, don't sleep on them. I'm not saying they're going to go far like championship-wise, but they can probably give them a good run. Atlanta, I wouldn't so much say is a, you know, is a fluke. Like the Eastern Conference has gotten better. Yes, it, you know, surprisingly better. So, you know, it, you know, I'm not saying it could be anybody, but 
like as far as the top tier teams, Miami can sneak up in that top tier, like top three, because you got, you know, Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker, you know, went from Milwaukee to the Heat, yeah. and they embody that Heat culture that Pat Riley, like, you know, preaches so much. So it's going to be interesting. I don't yeah. really think I don't really think the Bucks is going to uh, uh, repeat only because of the fact that I think they're still missing at least two pieces, and I say that because they still need another shooter. Um, don't get me don't get me wrong. Holiday is great; he mm-hmm. plays great defense. But you can't you really can't uh, depend on uh, what's what's the uh, the uh, shooting guard Milton. Um, Milton. You 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 can't you can't um, depend on him. Well, they get a shooter back. Divincenzo was hurt. He got hurt yeah, in the first yeah, series, yeah, so they yeah. get Divincenzo back, and he was balling last year. And that's a national championship on the college Villanova. But he's used; he was having his best season before he got hurt, so he comes back. So and you also get a pesky defender in Grayson Allen, who just signed an um, extension. So you know, it, it'll it'll be interesting. And yeah, what about Boston. Boston, it's so much going on with Boston. First of all, they got a yeah. bunch of injuries. A lot right. of the young players are already hurt. They got a new coach. They and and, and Tatum and Brown can't do it on their own. They, they, yeah. they got to have some help. And I don't and, think they have enough. And, and bringing back the, old, the, the the big fella, I mean, Horford, yeah. Horford, maybe, I mean, he can give them some Rebound. leadership and all that. But as far as on the court, I don't know how much he's going to give them. Uh, Jay Wills mentioned Chicago. <laughs> Chicago put together a, a lot of not young kind of guys that are just out of their rookie contracts, gotcha. really understand. So they should be ready. But um, they're going to be a fun team to watch. I'm not sure about their coach in Chicago. That's my concern. Oh, Donovan. Mm. That's my concern. So we will see. So the East is going to be interesting. But can anybody deal with Brooklyn with or without Kyrie? I say it's a big idea. question. And what Ben Simmons is going full James yeah. Harden. <laughs> ben, Ben, Ben. Ben told Doc, I am not doing that drill. Doc answered twice. He told him no twice. He said, Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> but see, this is Philadelphia's fault. Yeah. Like I said, we talked about this. They they could have handled this two, 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 three years ago, at least two, when they had a choice. They 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 knew that there was issues as far as chemistry and ego when it comes to um the big fella Embiid and Simmons. And they knew what type of player Simmons was. And I think that they kept Simmons around because they hoped that he would get better, necessarily get better as far as free throws and taking a jump shot, any shot. And but they did. They were scared because Embiid is fragile at best. A great player, MVP caliber when he's healthy. But I don't think he's played a full season yet. So it's Philly's fault. They should have traded Ben Simmons. They should have never tried to say, well, we're going to work it out. Look, this man is has been kept slash coddled to since he was probably 12. Yeah. So he's not changing who he is. He's not changing his mind as far as, okay, I'll I'll play there. He doesn't want to be there no more. Trade him because now you're hurting. You're you're hurting what you can possibly potentially get back for him because you got to send him to where he wants or, Mm -hmm. or or this will repeat itself wherever he goes. Mm -hmm. It's Philly. It's management's fault. I'm telling you, whenever 
whenever companies or organizations fail, you can you can look right at management. And yeah. to your point, that's why I thought they brought Daryl Morey in. Like Daryl Morey should have like handled that like early, like trade him. Like if you saw that you saw that the shit was like going down, why not? He, tra- trade him? he tried to trade him. He tried to trade him for Harden. But come on now. But Houston wasn't going to do it because Houston wasn't going. No, that was a legitimate deal that was almost done. And then the owner of Houston said, oh, absolutely not. We will not trade him to Daryl Morey after he left Mm. us saying he was going to spend more time with the family. And then a week, less than a week later, he got the job with the Sixers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But see, I think Philadelphia has been holding out for too much trying to force the player's hand. And in the NBA, you can't force the can't NBA NBA player's hand. You can those other leagues, the NFL, what whatever, base you can you can force certain certain hands in in in, in sports, professional sports. The NBA is not one of them. No, nah, you gotta get the best deal possible. And I feel like, you. they might have missed out on that. Real quick, so we can get to the West. Who wins the East? Mm. I would say Brooklyn kind of by default. If I mean, granted, like, granted, everybody's together and also health, but I would say one A would be Milwaukee. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of hard to say. That's kind of hard to say, bro. Because I, I think mean, Atlanta gonna come back. Yeah, I really I'm do. Atlanta, I, I think Atlanta's coming out of the East now. Yeah. Mm. I would. I would say Miami before Atlanta. As the person who said last year, they was going to win it. The Bucks are coming out of the East again. Mm. Giannis ain't having it. Giannis mm-hmm. got that attitude like LeBron had. He didn't got that taste, mm-hmm. and Giannis want to keep going back. So unless he has a major injury, he's not going to let that team falter, even with their suspect coach, Budenheiser, because I still don't think he all that good of a coach. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm, oh yeah. All right, so, so let's who move. You got, who you got since? I, I, me and J three, you got Atlanta, right? Yeah, I'm, you got I'm it. I said, I said Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn by default. I said Brooklyn by default. Okay, okay, my bad. Yeah. I, okay, yeah. So let's move on to the to the conference. We know since we to talk about. Yeah, you said you yeah since we know who you got. <laughs> so <laughs> can the revamped Lakers stay healthy enough? Because that's really the question. That's the question. Mm-hmm. Can they stay healthy enough? Did you say Geritol? Did you say Geritol? <laughs> to make a title <laughs> run. Come on, man. <laughs> the other questions in the West, will Kawhi even play at all this year? Rumors mm. are he said he's coming back. In March. And can the Warriors get Clay back enough time to make a run? Were the Suns one and done? Can the Jazz, the Nuggets, or Mavs actually vie for the conference title? Or is it just the Lakers? If they're healthy, it's over. Okay. So, I don't know. I will say the Jazz is probably, like, the biggest threat to the Lakers. Like, if, 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 if of course, health. But if, like, they kind of get on that same, like, energy that they was on um, last season before they fell to the Clippers of all teams. But the Clippers – I, I say they can uh, possibly be a threat. I mean, Phoenix, um, I wouldn't, like, you know, scoff at them, but, you know. They're going to have an issue with Aiton 
Man, y'all yeah, better watch out for Golden State. Extension. Y'all better look out for Golden State and stop playing. Clay come back. It's it's a wrap. But when I'm is Clay coming back? When is Clay coming back? Is the uh question. He'll be back. Trust me. He he coming soon. I'm I'm hearing rumors so that they're talking December, January at the latest, possibly December. He's playing five on five now. Okay, mm-hmm. but they don't want to rush him. And we and with Denver, we don't know if Murray's. You know when Murray will come back. And yeah, I I I, I kind of I like the Lakers obviously, but I'm concerned with their age. I also like Golden State, but like everyone's mentioned, I don't know. But Clay's the X factor. If mm-hmm. I knew Clay was 100 healthy, I would go and say, you know what, I'm a, I'm a roll with Golden State. Utah, since I don't think can can do it because I don't. I, who's there? Who's the clear number two score? Like when, when when Mitchell does not have it that night, who is their clear number two? That's the issue with with, with them. And like you mentioned, Denver is Jamal coming back. I kind of still like Phoenix. I mean, they they really haven't lost anything, and they're and, they, and they're one year older, and they're battle tested. But again, mm-hmm. so is Chris Eight. Paul. He's one year yeah. old. Right. Yeah, um, and Aiton ain't happy because Aiton didn't get his contract extension. Yeah, they well, they, they dogging him. Best, that's about the best management decision that they've made in this offseason. <laughs> <laughs> they got to quit giving these average players these, these super max contracts when they're not super max players. They We talked about that. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> you got to show me a little more. Well, the thing with Utah is I would say, I mean, as far as a clear number two score, no, we don't know that. I mean, go bear. I no. mean, no. He, but he, no, but then you got Clarkson, who no one expected to, you know, like beast out the way that he did. But he's so, a six man at best. He's a he's a good six. He's a great six man, but he's yeah. streaky. Yeah, he should he be your number three, number four yeah, option, I'm not a number bitch. two. Like that, he, he he's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I, I think Utah's one more mm-hmm. major piece away, and it doesn't have to be a twenty point score. They need a consistent. 16 to 20 point guy oh, mm-hmm. that gets a- each and every night that also can be a three and D type person to help them on their defensive side. Conley. So Conley's not the number two. He hurt all the time. Oh yeah. He's hurt. He's, he's hurt. Hmm. Five years ago. That would have been great. Now. <laughs> okay. I feel you. And we have some young teams out there in addition. Well, we all obviously we know about the younger teams like say say Denver and say now Phoenix, but we also have some young teams that may have to, that may make a move in Memphis. We don't know what Memphis is going to do with Jaron mm-hmm. Jackson. Is he going to make that that leap in New Orleans? New Orleans, Dallas. I mean, Zion. New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, you got New Orleans. They're, they're, you know, they're right there with um, what's the kids? What's the kid's name? Zion. Zion. And then, you know, my favorite players in Dallas. Did they get him some help this year? So we'll see. Well, supposedly Prozingis is supposedly in good spirits now. With uh, J. Kidd is supposedly utilizing him well. And he got them two together and said, look, y'all got to work it out because neither one of y'all going anywhere. So (laughs) we will see. But, um, yeah, Memphis is an interesting team. and, and, And and shout out, shout out to Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. He 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 got his bag, and right. uh, it, it it's crazy. Uh, my oldest and one of my dearest friends, Kimmet, played college basketball with his father at Georgetown. Oh man, nice. Jaron Jackson obviously won an NBA championship at San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Now to see his baby boy 
Mm, mm, mm. Get a hundred plus million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. So who went in the West? Since you're, you're, you're out of this yeah. question, because we know who you're going to say. <laughs> who went in the West real quick? It's not a real quick question. I mean, answer because you don't know who's going who's gonna to step up. Like 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 uh, Ed said, who's going to be around at the end of the season? I'm asking yeah. you for a perc- – give me a, give me a guess. Mm-hmm. What, what, Golden State. Golden, Golden State. State. Okay. Thank you. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna go with Golden State too. <laughs> hold on, hold up. Since I like the Lakers, people don't know this, but I like the Lakers. I but know. LeBron, but since Le, but since LeBron's been in LA, he has not stayed. He has been hurt every year. Now he hasn't been out every year for an extended mm-hmm. amount of time, but he's been he he's been hurt. I like LA, but you can't. Where's the youth? It's I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, they traded them away. But, I mean, they, they so what were they boy. doing while they were there? I mean, to be honest, let's 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 let's, let's be real. I mean, they, they ain't getting, getting the ball because your boy won't give it up. Okay. My, my heart says my heart wants go to state, but my mind says this will be the last run for Mr. LeBron James. And come hook or come crook, he'll figure out how to get to the finals out of the West. Thank you, Big Ridge. Oh, one last thing I want to say: a little sneaky uh, possible. Don't um, hold your breath. News. No, don't, don't do that. Um, like we all know Houston's trying to move John Wall. Now, like, do you think it's possible that the Clippers might like get him since they still need a point guard? They don't have any money. I mean, can't they offer well? I guess they couldn't offer picks either. They ain't got none of those. Didn't they trade all those to Oklahoma for yeah? Uh, yeah, they uh, can't. Yeah, that can't work. Chris, you have the general manager extraordinaire or uh, de facto general manager Jerry West, who like pulls rabbits out of his head. In the NBA, when you make a trade, playoff, you have to match like eighty five percent of the money. Mm. They don't have the money unless Houston's willing to write a big check because John Wall buy him out. That's the only way that could happen. Yeah, but they don't do buyouts equivalent to the contract. So if he say he has, I don't know how many years he has, but I know he's making forty plus now. Mm-hmm. If say he has three years and forty, eighty five million dollars left on his contract. They're not. He not. He would be crazy to take less than eighty five. They're not going to give him. They're not going to buy him out for eighty five. They'll probably say, okay, we'll give you thirty, but they're not giving him eighty five. He'd be crazy to leave fifty million on the table. I don't see it happening. Okay. All right. Legacy info. Like that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the college football. And unfortunately, the news of the week in college football happened off the field. Mm -hmm. Two major situations dealing with coaches happened. First and foremost, LSU has come to a resolution with Coach Ed Ogeron that they're going to allow him to coach out the season, but at the end of the season, he's out of there. But good for Ed. Ed getting all his money. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. But he had to go. And unfortunately, now you're hearing all the stories that nobody said anything about, about, you know, girlfriends and him hitting on administrators, wives and stuff like that. It Just let the man leave. Yeah. He didn't win like he wanted to. Just let him leave. He can buy all the ham sandwiches he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know they didn't. They never wanted Ed anyway. Ed he fell into that job, right? 
Because he came from Ole Miss, right? And then he got lucky. He got lucky with he with 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 Joe Burrow. Let's be honest. Joe Burrow just all of a sudden they, they dropped him in his lap, and he had a maybe what two or three great recruiting classes, and that was it. But they never wanted Ed. Ed Ed was in fact that championship saved his job. Yeah, because they were gonna fire him at the end of that year. So, yeah. but what's interesting is you you already got the USC job out there. Now you got a bunch of high profile coaches out there having to explain that they're not interested in the LSU job, uh, especially Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher, who just got a contract extension. And even Dabo Sweeney had to say, I'm not interested in any other Death Valley than the one I play in. So (laughs) it's going to be interesting to see what happens with LSU. But the one I really got to me, and this has been brewing for since before the season, Washington State fired their head coach. Well, mm, they, yes. they, that was his, he, but he fired himself. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. But they didn't pull the trigger. If they was going to do that, why didn't they pull the trigger at the beginning of the, before the season started? They let this man get halfway through the season before pulling the trigger? And did they yeah. just recently, didn't the state just recently come out with the mandate for the? Um... All coaches were supposed to be vaccinated before. And this guy refused a couple of his top assistants because he didn't just get fired. Yeah, it's like four or five of his top assistants had mm-hmm. to go too because they refused to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. This man left a $3.2 million a year job because he wouldn't take a shot. He wouldn't, he wouldn't get a mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Seemed like that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, I think the time, I think the reason it took as long as it did is because. You know, when you're dealing with that type of money and the legal ramifications behind it, I think their attorneys have to build a strategy and a defense so that when he comes back trying to claim some of that money, right? Then then they have okay, well, we had we gave you an opportunity. They crossed all their they crossed all their T's, dotted their I's. And so that's I think why it took as long as it did, Big Red. I don't think they just was gonna say, you know what, this 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 mandate is in place. You know this. You have to abide by the rules. It never works like that when you're dealing with that. You know, with those type of positions, it's always a process. Mm. I feel you. I feel you. That's just crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is crazy. On the field, Georgia con- continues to be dominant. Their defense mm-hmm. is just ridiculous, ridiculous. The offense is a work in progress. It's getting better, but it still ain't nothing to write mm-hmm. home about. But I think Georgia wins the SEC East easy mm-hmm. they've got one game that they got a that possibly could be a hiccup and that's this weekend or no next weekend um is the uh big matchup the uh florida the biggest cocktail cocktail party <laughs> so that comes up um the other biggest game that was on the field unranked purdue went into number two iowa and I put that in quotes real quickly. Mm. And as they said in their uh, text messages, we beat the number two out of Ottawa. Twenty-four to seven in Iowa. Man, I don't know when these teams Nobody are going to learn about Purdue. Purdue does this every every other year. They'll have an upset. Sometimes it's Ohio State. Sometimes it's Michigan. But it's always it's they they do it. I mean, 
that's they this is they've established a pattern with that we will beat you. And let's be honest, big reds, can we? Uh, I wish yeah. had no business, just like Cincinnati <laughs> shouldn't be number two. Right number now. three right now, yeah. Mm. These teams, I don't know what I don't know why these they they give these rankings out to these teams that they know just the eyeball test. Just, They're not gonna hold on to it for long. I mean, Iowa, no. come on now. They can't go down. Could you imagine Iowa trying to play Georgia? Yeah, no. I couldn't imagine Iowa playing Tennessee right now. True that. But no. that's just me. That's just me. But talking about the Big Ten, I think we're just going to get a bunch of carnage in the Big Ten because the Big Ten is kind of like the SEC where almost all of the power is in one division and then you had Iowa sitting in this other division who looked mm-hmm. like they had a clear path, and they still probably win that division and end up in the championship game. But you got Michigan, Michigan State that are still undefeated. Mm-hmm. And you got Ohio State and Penn State that both have one losses, and they all got to play each other in the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. So I still this- somehow see Ohio State coming out. I just I I can't see Ohio State not winning. I, I just don't see any any, any reason why they. Y'all clown me, but it might be Michigan's year. Oh, here we go. So, <laughs> so, do you think the cannibalization of the Big Ten will end up getting them to a point where it's only one left standing? Mm, good question. And don't sleep on Michigan State because Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like their head coach, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They playing some good, strong football. Um, Should be interesting to see. I still like Ohio State because, I mean, I think at the end of the day, Ohio State has the most talent there. If you base if you base talent on on recruiting, Ohio State has the most talent in that in that conference. And they had a hiccup; they lost one, um, but I just I just don't I don't I think they'll get nothing but better as the season goes on and they have the most depth again, if you consider, if you count, if you believe in the rankings, as far as the recruiting rankings and yeah, I don't, I don't see any other team challenging. Them. I, I think so too. And they've been playing a lot better recently, but they also haven't played anybody that could put stress on their defense and defense has been an issue. Right. So Oklahoma. Boy, that brother, uh, that Caleb Williams. Mm. Caleb Williams makes that team look totally different. Man. Hey, anybody looking for a quarterback next year? Because Spencer okay. Rattler is available. Right. <laughs> 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 available. So he, does, these kids, they don't stay around now. And he got beat by a true freshman. He's a true sophomore. Next. <laughs> anybody looking for one? They, they got one available. Five star. So, so he went from. Possible number one pick in the NFL draft to you lost your job to a guy that didn't play football last year because he couldn't play football. I'm sorry. He's a junior. I'm sorry. He's a true junior. Yeah, you're right. It Mm. happens. No, he's a sophomore. Is he? He's a sophomore. Okay. Spencer Rattler is a sophomore. No. He's a redshirt sophomore. Okay. 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 I got you. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, how, do you think he stays the whole season or does he hit the transfer portal in the next week or two? I think he goes to the portal. They don't wait no more, Big Red. Mm-hmm. They, they just leave now. They don't. Like, oh, I lost my spot. 
No, to the portal I go. I mean, Caleb Caleb Williams um, is not going to get Gonzaga, uh, Washington D.C. Mm. It's not like he's going to get. He's just going to get better. And yeah. if you if you read some of the clippings coming out of Oklahoma or Norman, if you read some of the clippings coming out of it, a lot of the players seem to be. Now I don't know if it's because he just he's he's coming and taking over the team. But it seems to be that they kind of expected and wanted this all along. I'm talking about the players, not Lincoln Riley. Yeah, because nobody liked Spencer Rattler. Nobody liked him in high school. Oh man. Well, he did have some issues in high school. Mm. He he he's been walking around with this attitude because he's been the it kid since he was 12 years old. Mm. And he they say he carries himself that way. They say it's been an issue at Oklahoma. Oh, the but, complex. But this young fella. <laughs> Came and yeah, I mean he dropped four TDs last week, two hundred ninety-five mm. yards, four TDs, and and rushed for sixty-six yards in a TD. Mm. Yeah, fella, Caleb Williams is a bet that makes Oklahoma a different animal, There's which brings Oklahoma State, who nobody's talking about, who's still undefeated. That makes that Bedlam matchup near the end of the season huge. The win of that probably gets the Big 12 uh, position for the college football playoff. And, of course, we had to take it on the chin last week, but Bama did what Bama does. Mm -hmm. And they put it on the chin of Mississippi State last week, so we ain't going to spend a bunch of time on that. Did they? No. So, week eight, this is an off week for a lot of teams. Uh, where they plan if they if they not plan if they're playing they're playing some teams before the big game next week. So I just want to give y'all guys some upset alerts to keep a lookout for. Your Michigan. No. Has Northwestern coming in. No. But they got Michigan State next week. Oh yeah. Could they be looking past Northwestern who's just had a or mm. I'm telling you, just be be, be let nervous. Me, let me let me tell you why they probably won't though. So, this is probably like the best they've done, the best start they've had in like years, and they don't want to mess that up. So they're like trying to hold on to this like you know momentum that they got going, and they're not going to like um, play uh, Northwestern cheap. They're going, you know, since how old are they? <laughs> How old are they? Okay, okay. Just yeah. like Alabama paid no attention to Texas AM because they had lost two in a row and went in there. We big and bad. We just gonna show up and roll over you. Mm. <laughs> but you know what? I will say this though. Maybe Harbaugh got them like really looking to November 27th for the for the big game, Ohio State. But that's the problem. Mm-hmm. The big game is gonna be Michigan State. Penn Mm -hmm. State and Ohio State. So they Mm got to get up multiple times. And it's real easy to overlook Northwestern, who's going to play hard. Mm -hmm. I see your point. So just saying, just saying, just keep your eye out. Just keep your eye out. Get on up. Another one to keep your eye out. I just mentioned Oklahoma State and Oklahoma Bedlam. They got to play Iowa State. Iowa State only has one loss this week. They going to Iowa State. Mm. Oklahoma State, just be on your P's and Q's. Number 10, Oregon, goes to UCLA. And I see an upset there. Wouldn't that make Chip Kelly's 
you know, season a little better to knock Oregon out and basically eliminate the Pac-12? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> Ole oh, Miss. Yeah. LSU coming to town. Mm-hmm. Are they going to rally around Big Ed and try to give him a good going out? Or do mm-hmm. they just say, we ain't playing for him since you're out of here? Give it to Ole Miss. Just saying. <laughs> Lame. For, for the professor, UFC basically threw in the towel, but they know the dame coming oh, to yeah. town. They getting up for this game. That, that, that's just that can make their season for mm-hmm. the players that are still there. So I don't see that one. And last but not least, them boys in Bama can't make it, can't let it happen again. Tennessee's a different animal. Mm. Tennessee can score this year. Josh Heupel has got them boys playing. They don't play much defense yet, but they can score. If that defense doesn't show up and play close to what they played last week, they're going to be in a dog trouble. fight. Yep. Toto, Toto going to play his ball out this week. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're not losing. They're not losing to Tennessee. I'm just saying, these. I, I don't see it's anybody hard. definitely win, winning. But you gotta be on alert. Keep the head on a swivel. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the NFL. Man, we had some crazy games. Before we get into games, we gotta talk about some of these injuries. What is Baker Mayfield trying to do? I understand he's trying to get the bag and all that. He's trying to piss me off. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> he, we ain't talking about your fantasy team, right? man. <laughs> that man. That injury he had when J.J. Watt tackled him looked like the same thing that happened to um, New Orleans' old quarterback when he was with San Diego. Mm -hmm. You saw his shoulder pop out, and he came back in, and he talked about he's going to play Thursday. But the the only difference between that and Drew's was – Drew's was his throwing shoulder. shoulder. I understand, but still, man, if your shoulder keep popping out every time you get hit and go to the ground – yeah. I think that's him listening to the noise, like from the outside, talking about, oh, well, the only reasons uh, Cleveland's doing good is because of the running backs. Bay ain't really doing much. Oh, that's true. Because he's not. Because yeah. he, he's playing horribly this year. It's not a coincidence that Chubb is out and now Hunt is out. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and and now look at them. Mm-hmm. They're three and three. They, they have Pittsburgh's record. And you know, <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> And then that throws a game-winning touchdown, man, and ends up in a boot. He got a strained calf. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they got a buy this week, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I think all that combined with that ankle situation, where you compensate in the wrong way and end up messing something else up in your body, athletes that happens to them all the time. So be a problem. Those are the biggest ones. I mean, Tyrod Taylor pulled his hamstring, but who cares? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, Texas are horrible. Mm-hmm. We we mentioned Kareem Hunt. He They put him on IR, and they say he's going to miss multiple weeks. He might be done for the year. Mm-hmm. The, the other running backs already hurt. Um, sure. Locally, um, Antonio Gibson had to get an MRI. Didn't hit the results yet, but that's – I mean – Washington struggling anyway, but they lose Gibson. That's a problem. It's a wrap. So the biggest games of this week, the games that stood out to me, 
where teams actually made statements. Shout out to the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. What they did to the Chargers, I understand it was in Baltimore and all that, but they beat the Chargers, who a lot of people was talking about was Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. They Ready made them look like they belong on the same field with them. No. So was that just a fluke or are the Ravens slowly but surely, you know, putting things together? They starting to get a little healthier. Receivers are starting to come back. And yeah, but my only thing to the, I'm, and I, I, I want like nothing more than for them to like, you know, you know, succeed. But I just heard news too of their uh, Pro Bowl offensive lineman being injured. Um, I forget his name. It's escaping me at the time. But, Stanley. Yeah, Stanley. He stay hurt. They don't care. He stay hurt. Okay, so I don't, you hurt. know. But as long as they allow Lamar to throw the ball, I mean, their offense is moving and scoring. Man, and that's what the makes Ravens, the difference. The, the Ravens are the best team in the AFC, man. They, they're the best team in the AFC. They are. That defense is starting to get healthy, and they mm. showed up. What they did, what they made Justin Herbert look like, they made Justin Herbert look like he was a second-year quarterback. <laughs> and that's the only mm. team that's made him look like he didn't belong and that he wasn't a top-tier QB. They had him confused. They hit him a lot. They didn't sack him a lot, but they hit him and had him confused, and that's the first time I've seen that mm. for Herbert. And what? it's about good. No, go ahead, man. It's about time Lamar Jackson gets his respect too. They keep saying, "Oh, he a you know running back more than the quarterback," but nah. Like you see that um and yeah, that who that that dude from Cincinnati who said that <laughs> we're about to see very soon. Yeah, that that was not the statement you wanted to put out when you get ready to face Lamar. <laughs> but it it seems like the Ravens are starting to get these running backs into. Uh, sync with their running game. They rushed for 187 yards against the Chargers, and all three of them that were on the street before the season started exactly. scored mm-hmm. touchdowns. Yeah. So they get that running game going with the passing game. Oh my goodness. Devontae Freeman. <laughs> That's scary. The other statement, the Ares, what the Arizona Cardinals did Sunday. Mm. Mm-hmm. Without their head coach, no loss. Without their QB coach, who is in the ear of Kyler Murray every time he comes off the field, without their best def- defensive player, Chandler Jones, they went to Cleveland and beat the snot out of them. Which was impressive because Cleveland had a decent defense. Right. But you couldn't tell. Mm-mm. Wasn't even fair. Arizona is looking like, you know, that 6-0 and ain't no fluke. They playing ball on both sides. They had Baker Baker running for his life mm-hmm. without their mm-hmm. best defensive player, pass rusher playing because of COVID. Oh, yeah, I definitely give them their props. But the, the true test is going to be coming in these uh, next few games, especially against uh, Green Bay. You got to look on your face, Ed. First of all, when he said Green Bay, it, it, it messed me up in the head for a minute. <laughs> um, um, I, I like I like Arizona, but I don't think Chandler Jones is their best defensive player. I, I I don't. I think I think Isaiah Simmons has 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 made that leap in number that year two leap, and then they have JJ and JJ. As long as JJ stays healthy, 
He's mm-hmm. giving them what they need. I mean, he's giving them leadership, and he's still he's he's still giving them production. So, look, Arizona, look, they should be good. Again, my, my theory is that these teams that draft over and over and over in the top five, top portion of the draft, they should have talent on the team. But Arizona, I think Arizona is probably the best team in that NFC West. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, for right now, because yeah. Seattle not doing nothing. 49ers not doing anything. The Rams, they, you know, they beat the Rams. Yeah. You don't know what team gonna show up with the Rams. So yeah. Yeah. Well, the 49ers in the Seattle, they don't have their quarterbacks are hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because what Gino did, I'm like, what in the world? Lord Jesus. Rumor is they reached out to Cam to you know gain some interest. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, yo, the king. Made a statement last night on Monday Night Football. Well, I, I wish you wouldn't have got that. That he just smushed out the way before running for that seventy-seven yard touchdown. Mm. 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 How how you gonna have a six four and a half, two hundred fifty plus man hit almost twenty two miles an hour? Oh, yeah, Henry is a monster. Good mm-hmm. God Almighty! Mm-hmm. Man, I, I just I, it just bothers me when I watch when I, when I watch Tennessee because I, I I see the inequity of I see a I see a thirty some million dollar quarterback you and a fifteen million dollar running back <laughs> million dollar running back got thirty million dollar contract for the bum quarterback. Yeah, I hate you. I hate you. That's reality. I hate you. it. Does help though that they're they wide receivers because. Henry demands so much that attention that their wide receivers, if they can stay healthy, they, they're going to be interested. Oh, but yeah, the Bills they, lost that game. The yeah. Bills lost that game. Bad coaching. Mm-hmm. Do you think I, he should have ran it? Or should, should I wasn't he mad it? about the play call. <laughs> I wasn't mad about the play call. But why are you veering off to the left? Mm-hmm. Get behind the center. Mm-hmm. Get your 6'5", 240-pound b- behind up, up underneath the center and just mm-hmm. push. They yeah. need it like half a foot. Right, yeah, right. Why not kick the field goal right. and go into overtime and take your right. chances? Because you if, they the lose, if they lose the coin toss mm-hmm. and it goes to Tennessee, they you got to deal Derek with Derrick Henry. They yep. want you no part that. of that. No, sir. Nah. And you would have it no parts Like it's, it's fourth in like inches. Yeah. And That's true. That's true. He had converted... Before that, he had converted like 14 of his last 15 attempts. And the, the first attempt that he tried, they didn't convert. And that's because the snap didn't get to him. So he was basically perfect. But he tried to, he tried to do one of them Tom Brady's. I'm going to get the snap and I'm going to slide a little bit and try to hit this hole. And his tackle got blown up. Mm-hmm. His tackle got pushed in the chest. He lost his feet. <laughs> right, he lost his footing. And that's, I think that's what did it. So yeah, that, that was terrible. That was terrible. Um, shout out to the Raiders. Just just a, yeah, a, a gutsy great. performance, dealing with all they had to deal with last week to come out and get a win. I mean, the Broncos aren't great, but that, I mean they mm-hmm. could have folded in that in that game. Um any any other games catch y'all attention? Cause those were the big games for the I week. Mean, I, see. I think I think the uh the secrets in on uh Heineke. Everybody's been watching film, so you know I don't see. He just tried too hard, man. Yeah. He's trying too hard. He's a backup. He's yeah. a good backup. He's, He's trying too hard. 
I think the Heineke era is officially uh, is coming to an end. <laughs> yeah. And the Giants need to just implode their team starting from the GM on down and just start over because they are horrible. It, it, it's crazy. The East divisions in the AFC and the NFC are basically terrible with the exception mm-hmm. of one team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the West divisions and both divisions are pretty good with solid teams. So it's just interesting. There are some couple of good games coming up this week. Uh, Chiefs at Titans, Sunday, 1 o'clock. Um, your Thursday night game is the Browns, Broncos at the Browns. But the Browns are mass units, so I don't even know if that's going to be worth watch, watching. Bengals at Ravens. That's mm. going to be the game. Cincinnati's be been balling, 4-2. And, and now the Ravens have bulletin board material with that uh, line. Yeah, yeah. Score. How are you going to say here running back? It just happened to be playing quarterback. Come on, dude. You got to be smarter than that. <laughs> got to be smarter <laughs> than that. Um, your your Sunday night game is Colts and Niners. Mm. Yeah. And the Monday night game is C- Saints and Seahawks. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, Bills, Cowboys, Vikings, Steelers, Chargers, and Jags all that had by this good. week. So oh, no, yeah. it, it's, it's just one of those weeks. All right, it is time for us to get out of here. So it's time for our final post. J3, why don't you start us off, partner? Sure. Just want to give a shout-out to the Jackson State Tigers for winning their homecoming. Deion Sanders and team won 28-7, and it was a good performance. It was a good show, and I'm glad I went. Not only did they win, Jackson State had the highest attendance ever at an HBCU, putting 53,000-plus Mm-hmm. For their homecoming. So shout out Prime and Jackson State doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Since you up. Shout out to uh LeBron James just cementing himself in that billionaire boys club with that new deal that he just signed uh with uh Spring Hill bringing in uh multiple investors. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Be- become a billionaire while you're still playing. Man, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Nice. Big Ed, what's up with you? Um, well, obviously I want every, uh, all you guys and everybody out there listening to stay safe. Um, but also, um, a, a little somber, uh, uh, the Washington football team, please stop. Please stop. I don't know what you're doing over there in Ashburn, uh, but please stop. The, wow. the, the, the Sean Taylor, uh, all of a sudden the Sean Taylor retirement ceremony was a fiasco. There was barely right. anybody in the stadium. Just stop. Yeah. Just stop. If you have some issues to deal with, deal with them and well, come back with you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hard to follow that one up, I hear you. i just like to say, again, this is a friendly reminder for your man, Big Reg. For you combat sports fans, boxing is getting ready to get hot. Please, please. You got to watch the fight this weekend. If you can't watch it live, BBR or... Um, you got Jamel Herring uh, against Shakur Stevenson. And then we're going to follow up November 6th. We got uh, Canelo against Caleb Sweetham Plant, followed up by big fights after that going all the way through December. So buckle up, get your popcorn ready, because fight time is here. The big boys are fighting each other, and we're going to get some good, good matches. I mean, hell, we even got Bud. 
Bud gonna be fighting. Yeah. With. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we gonna have some good fights. So look forward to that. And as always, we like to thank you for tuning in. We know you can spend your time doing many other things. Uh, we appreciate your time and opportunity to share our positions on sports with you. Please tune in each and every Tuesday at 7 p.m. for our next live show. If you can't catch us live, you can also download our shows on our YouTube channel, Positional Sports Talk Show, our Facebook page, Positional Sports Talk Show. If you are a person who enjoys podcasting, just go to your local podcasting site, put in Positional Sports Talk Shows. You can find all our shows. We upload them as soon as we can. And please, please, we're trying to grow our viewership. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family members to check us out. We greatly appreciate that. And if you happen to listen and like it, please like whatever situation you're on. If you're on a YouTube channel, Facebook, please like and subscribe. Descriptions are free. We greatly appreciate it. As always, thank you again for your time. Please stay safe out there. Remember, we are still in a pandemic, so please protect yourself. We'll see you next week. Peace. See ya. Peace out.